Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Thursday, the 23rd of February. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined this bright and breezy February morning by Joshua Barry. How are we doing, Joshua? Yeah, good, Derek. Um, busy day yesterday with a, a couple of press conferences looking ahead to, to Sunday's game. So, um, yeah, looking forward to talking about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was at the players' press conference uh, yesterday. Uh, Rangers putting up uh, three players um, uh, ahead of the match on Sunday. Uh, we'll touch on some of the big talking points from uh, uh, those uh, interviews shortly. Just a quick word, though, folks. Um, you can see the banner on your screen. Um, we've got, uh, if you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, over 11,500 of you now doing so. Um, so if you want to do that, then you'll ne never miss a video when you go live if you click the bell. Um, so thank you to each and every one of you for your support, and that's totally free. And if you want to subscribe to the website as well, just head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. And of course, our, uh, our big giveaway ended at midnight last night, so one lucky recipient will be receiving a phone call at some point today from Johnny McFarlane telling them that they've won two tickets to the cup final on Sunday. We had a great response to that, folks. So, uh, yeah, good luck to each and every one of you uh, in that draw. Quick word as well uh, for our sponsors, uh, Seneca Hair Restoration. You can see the banner on our screen uh, as ever. They're the number one guys to go to if you're looking to uh, reinvent the top of your head, perhaps, uh, and restore if you have some lost self-confidence, as they, as they put it. But um, I put the, the links to all their social media channels and their website in the description box as always, uh, a quick word as well, folks, that we are in for a treat today because uh, this is the first of two shows we're going to have uh, wow. today. Now, later on this afternoon, I'm going to be crossing a, uh, over the pond to speak to <laughs> Ali Bain over in the good old US of A to talk all things Rangers uh, as he looks ahead to the match on Sunday. It's absolutely huge, of course. Right, Joshua, you were at uh, the Rangers training ground for us yesterday. Uh, now, we'll touch on Bonabarasic's press conference uh, today. However, uh, a big talking point uh, emerged from uh, Fashion Sakala's interview, which will be released a little later on this afternoon, folks. Uh, Rangers staggering them uh, that the player interviews. So we had Bonabarasic yesterday. Fashion Sakala will be at some point today. However, uh, Sky released a little snippet from uh, said press conference yesterday uh, that created a, a bit of a bit of noise on social media, Joshua, when uh, he, he, he called Celtic the other mob when he was asked a question about uh, about the match on Sunday. Um, got to say, I thought it was, uh, it was, it was good from fashion. It's good. He, he was all, he's always good value, isn't he? Without uh, divulging too much from, from the press conference uh, yesterday, Joshua, he's always a joy to speak to. Yeah, I didn't actually realise he'd said that until, until after, um, but... The, the press conference, which will be out later today, and there'll be a kind of long read uh, interview on the website as well. Well worth your time to watch it and read it because so, so much interesting stuff. Um, I won't give too much away, as you say, because it's embargoed, Derek, but so much interesting stuff that uh, I'd encourage people to go and check out. Sakala is one of the best players, I think, to interview, firstly, because he looks, uh, he, well, he's infectiously kind of happy and just excited to to I think speak about football and play football and um, you can tell he's in a much much better place than he was at the start of the season when um, it wasn't until I think it was the ninth game of the season league season until he got a start domestically mm. um, but yeah as I said I actually hadn't realised he'd said that until after so um, yeah only in Glasgow would that type of thing 
um, yeah. maybe pick up as many headlines. But yeah, I'd encourage people to check it out when it does come out because it's well worth a, a watch or a read. Yeah, it was a response to Stevie Clifford's question, so I can just imagine him uh, shoulders bouncing up and down, uh, laughing when, when when he came out with that. But uh, yeah, that uh, prep, full press conference comes out later today with regards to fashion folks, um, so you, you, you can find out all about that. And as Joshua said, a uh, long read piece coming out on the website uh, as well, so, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, Bonner was also up, uh, Joshua, uh, yeah. and he was talking about, uh, of course, the match uh, on Sunday. Interestingly, uh, he says, in their, says they're, they're coming into the match in almost perfect form, which is uh, factually true, of course. The, 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 uh, Michael Beale is, is unbeaten as Rangers manager. He really should have 13 wins to his name uh, had they seen that uh, old firm uh, match out. Um, he says uh, he was asked, are you going into this game in perfect form? Almost perfect if we're looking at when Michael arrived. The way I'm looking at it personally, I'm not looking at who we play, just the opportunity to win a trophy for my team and <clears> these fans. He was asked, is this a good chance to show you've closed the gap? You can look at it that way. Maybe it can be a sign that we're on the same level. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking about how we can be better in every game and in training. That's our mentality. Uh, and he was asked about the uh, 2019 final. Uh, of course, and it said, uh, of course, it's a big regret. Uh, of course, I didn't forget. I remember how we played and lost that game. Of course, that's one motivation, but not the only one. There are a number, there are a lot more things. Of course, we remember it. Uh, and he also was asked about missing, of course, the, the Scottish Cup final uh, last season. He, he missed that through injury. He says it was hard. I was injured and had to watch the boys. You cannot help. It was hard, but I was very happy because we won. I don't want to look too much in the past, but I remember the way we won the game, of course. I want to be part of that. Um, he's usually a man of few words, Bonner, Joshua. Um, but what was the big takeaways uh, from, from that press conference? I thought it was interesting about the 2019 final, of course, looking to exercise those demons. I think we touched on it yesterday. How Rangers never won that game, I, I'll never know. But um, yeah, it's obviously in the minds. And not only Bonner, Michael Beale was on the coaching staff on that day. So that that's a day that he'll look to uh, uh, avenge on Sunday. Yeah, obviously it is a, a nice little backstory to the game because although Celtic's team is vastly different to that day, you could have a, a good number of players that started for Rangers in 2019 still involved. Obviously, players like Kent and Morelos, Morelos who missed the penalty that day. Um, the back four that day, as we discussed yesterday, is the same aside from presuming that Barisic, Tavernier and Goldson start, aside from Hellander um, out and, and Ben Davies in. Um, this squad have been together for a long time and... Um, Again, it's no secret, it's no controversial opinion to say that it still needs refreshing and revitalising. Um, but I think Raskin and Cantwell have started to help that. Beal's obviously restored a lot of confidence, um, restored the playing identity, all the things he said he'd do when he came back into the club. And you know, you really are talking about a couple of a couple of better performances away from an absolutely perfect start, Derek. Because if you'd said to people that Beal was going to win, is it 12 and 13 or 13 and 14? I think it's 13 and 14, um, with obviously only the old firm draw um, preventing that from being a 100% record. Um, and, and Barisic is a player who has had more, in recent years, more scars than most probably in old firm games. Obviously, you think back to the old firm at um, Parkhead last uh, February or end of January, um, and then again, um, he conceded a similar goal at the back post. So there'll be a lot of pressure on on him um, at the weekend, and I'm sure that although people like you know he will say that he want, doesn't want to focus on the past and he wants to look towards the future, 
if they were able to to win that trophy against the same opponent four years on is it four years on three years on um that would, that would i'm sure go some way to kind of as you say getting over the ghost of that game because it was something that um I think until Rangers win that competition, will always be a big talking point, as you say, just because of the nature of that game. Yeah, 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 most definitely. Uh, what do you make it a Borna uh, in the main, Joshua? Because, of course, Ridvan's been injured for some time. Uh, yeah. God knows when he's going to be back playing again. I uh, hope it's soon. Um, but he's been steady Eddie this season, hasn't he? I mean, there has been a few um, uh, poor performances. But in the main, I think he's been a... Uh, probably a steady six or seven out of ten this season. I think he's he's come back from the World Cup and, and he's look he looks to, he looks in a he looks sharp and in confident mood. Do you have any concerns about him starting this game on Sunday? Is is it a bit of uh, scar tissue perhaps from from previous old firm performances? Well, we'll find out. Yeah, Ian King, uh, obviously one of the writers on our site, wrote a piece about that recently, um, about Barisic and, and kind of what he's been through, um, obviously remains in the starting eleven. I, I think his role now suits him a lot more, Derek, because under Van Bronckhorst, he was, um, you know, you'll see with Beal's team, the midfielders will drop in and progress the ball and the fullbacks will, will get high in different ways. At the weekend, you saw Tavernier at points was... Staying in that right-back position at points, he was the one taking up that role, kind of pinning the opposition defence in between the lines. But with Barisic, I think where his game's limited is if he's pressed by the touchline. Because he is so one, uh, so left-footed, um, he struggles to play the ball inside quickly or, or unlike Tavernier, can't maybe run inside the pitch or, or like Ridvan. So I think what you've seen a lot under Gio and the, the game that sticks out to me is, I think it was the 2-1 way, uh, 2-1 win away at Motherwell where teams were just, the ball was being worked to left back and Barisic was playing those kind of straight balls over the top, which I don't think you see many teams play because I don't think they're, um, it's such a gamble, you're kind of putting the ball up the line, putting it up uh, putting it um, up for contention. Whereas I think under Beal now, you're getting what he's best at, which is his crossing ability. I don't think anyone would argue with the fact that he's got the best final ball in, in the whole division. Um and if you can get him into positions where he is going to get one-on-one with his man and be able to cross the ball, I think you create a really dangerous situation. Um, the, the dynamic on the left, I think, is different from the right. It's a lot more fluid on the right, where you see at points, Tav will be um, inside the pitch like at the weekend, or I think the last trip to hand him, you've you seen that with Tillman um, and Sakal and Tavenier as well, the fluidity of their movement. I think it's different for Barisic. I think he's more... Um, always kind of holding the line and holding the width. I think it suits him a lot more because instead of having to always get the ball into the final third, he's uh, he's there to to cross the ball into it. And, and at points, at the start under Gio, when he was kind of forming that back three, I think it, it suited him as well because, um, again, he wasn't receiving the ball all the time by the touchline towards the end. I don't think it did. Uh, and, and his assist numbers are always the focus, Derek. Even at the start of the season when he was getting a few, I still didn't think his performances were always a net positive, as I say, because of, I don't think it was his strength to be kind of progressing the ball from, from deep. Um, but I don't think there's any argument that when you get him crossing the ball in the final third, he's got top-class delivery, um, better than anyone else in the squad, even I think probably better than than his full-back compatriot on the right-hand side, Ed Tavenier. So, um, yeah, and, and he gives you a different option to Ridvan, doesn't he? Because... If and when he comes and assumes the number one position, which you presume he will do because of the money he's come in for, um, Barisic can give you a different option to break down the defence uh, by coming on and providing that final ball, which always good to have more variation, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. I hope he has a part to play on Sunday and provides uh, an assist he's more than capable of. He, he expanded on uh, Michael Beale's influence with the written press, folks, and you can find this article on the website. Uh, talk, talking about Michael Beale, he says he's brought a lot of good things. The, result, the results show everything for now. We are 14 games unbeaten. We have all those wins and a draw. We have changed our style, and his style probably suits us as a team and as players. It certainly suits me. I have more freedom, and I think you can see how the system now suits the players. We train much better, much harder when you do that. It's much easier to bring that onto the pitch. There is no doubt that in this moment we are in a good way. I think we are enjoying our football. I can only speak for myself. I'm certainly enjoying my football more. I can say that. I am really enjoying it uh, again. And I think he says, I think he speaks for the majority of the, the squads um, uh, under Michael Beale since his, his return uh, to the club. So let's hope he has a, a good game on Sunday. Uh, I just wanted to touch on this uh, comment because it ties in uh, with the, the newsletter piece that's on the website this morning. Uh, if you've not subscribed or if you've not signed up to the newsletter, folks, what it is, you'll get a, a, an opinion piece straight to your email inbox, uh, at least uh, uh, well, the evening before it appears on the website. It's totally free as well, and we do have some giveaways uh, associated with that also uh, on the horizon. So, so I urge you to do so. Just head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash email bulletins to sign up for that. Uh, but Billy McCulloch says, what was the Joe managers thing all about? They look delighted. Um, we touched on that yesterday, of course, uh, Joshua, but it ties in with uh, my piece on the website uh, regarding that that photograph. It looked uncomfortable and awkward, of course. Yeah. It was for the, the press goal for the, the, the match sponsors, um, but it looked like the, the scene... Uh, between uh, Butch and Marcellus and, uh, and Pulp Fiction. That's what it reminded me of, uh, that, that, that famous scene. And uh, I don't think it's one we'll see all too often again, Joshua. I don't know if it actually, maybe it has happened the last few few years. But I can't recall it happening. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just trying to cast my mind back to find, to, to, perhaps, maybe, oh, I'm, I'm struggling. If you know in, in the comments, <laughs> let us know, folks, but yeah. I'm racking my brains. There is, the, obviously, like the photos with the, the trophy is quite... Um, yeah quite common but yeah. uh but yeah it was it was when i walked into the press conference as we said yesterday and i seen two chairs i thought it was just going to be each respective press officer with the manager and not them sitting down together but um yeah a, a funny moment and i, I thought the, the the photo was as you i kind of alluded to in the piece derek it was just another funny kind of element of this um of this game and 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 the nature of this game and and uh yeah uh, plus, always strange to have a press conference on a Tuesday for a Sunday game. So, all in all, it was just a um, yeah, strange, strange experience. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. David McMillan says, uh, "Did Ali and Lennon uh, not do it?" Well, they certainly got up close and personal at Parkhead yeah. on on one occasion, but uh, certainly yeah, there wasn't uh, they weren't smiling uh, for the cameras on, on on that occasion. That's for sure. Um, and Blair uh, uh, Lackey says Chip Young used to do a Walter Smith and Tommy Burns interview together. That may well be the case. I, 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 that sort of brings a bell slightly, Blair. Um, of course, uh, the two uh, late uh, great uh, football figures, of course, and and they were uh, good friends as well. Um, uh, so uh, that that may have well been the case. But uh, yeah, it was certainly a. Uh, a bizarre uh, photo call uh, the other day between uh, Ange Postacoglu and uh, Michael Beale. Um, it's just a quick show for us uh, this morning, folks. We do have the afternoon show this afternoon. I'll be back with Ali and we'll look in depth at um, Fashion Sakala's uh, press conference uh, and also look ahead to that match on Sunday. We'll delve into who we uh, think 
the Rangers uh, team will line up. As uh, just before you go, then Joshua, I mean, yeah. we've touched on Sakala uh, there. I think you've mentioned you would like to see him start on the right hand side. Um, are you sticking by that? Would you like to see perhaps Todd Cantwell start there, or Kamar Roof has been um, suggested by a few uh, by a few supporters? Yeah, I, I think Roof's unlikely because. Um, yeah, as we said yesterday, Derek, he's not started a game since the last Old Firm game at Hamden. Um, so it'd be a surprise if he's thrown in when Sakala started, I think, uh, 11 or 12 out of 14 games under Beal. I, I would like to see Cantwell start, but I think it is one of the two. Um, we're presuming that the structure will be the same with kind of your two um, midfielders behind one more who's an offensive midfielder, I think, of Tillman's fit. That will be the case. Um, maybe it, things will change if, if he doesn't make the game, but you know, fingers crossed he does. I just think Sakala gives you variation. He gives you a goal threat. Um, he's the. I know Ken can stretch the game in behind, but I think it's always more. He always feels more suited to coming towards the ball and getting on it rather than always breaking the line. Um, and also, that's the front three that have played together most regularly so far. I think Beal's focused on getting those relationships right on the pitch. Um, and, and that goes for the right-hand side as well. You know, Tillman, Sakala and Tavernier, as uh, just mentioned, um, referencing the game against Aberdeen at uh, the, the semi-final to get to this point. I think that was a really impressive game in the first half. I think you have uh, you saw Cantwell kind of fit into that position against Livingston at, at the weekend. And you can see how the manager's trying to build up those different pockets of relationships all over the pitch. Raskin, I think it will definitely start. It's a question of who plays next to him. Yeah. If it is Raskin and Kamara, does Lundstrom go in there as well? We've not seen Neil go to a kind of three-man midfield so far, but you know he's not had a, he's not played in a cup final, so maybe that that changes things slightly. Um, but I, I think that Sakala, given that he is featured so regularly so far, um, I think he'd expect to be in the starting eleven, and and then you have the option to bring on a Roof or or a Cantwell because obviously. With so many substitutions, with the fact that you'd be maybe not expecting this game to be over, be decided in 60 minutes, um, the the way a manager uses his bench is very important as well. I, I was reading this uh, last week, Derek, about a new phenomenon uh, in football where there is uh, substitution coaches, which is an interesting... Whoa, uh, what? Yeah, Whoa. Yeah. Because, well... Substitution coaches? Um because obviously the because you have five you have, you know five, most teams have five substitutions now to change again yeah um, or the opportunity to I guess is different ways teams will will do that um, to kind of strategically look at when to bring on certain players so yeah I thought I'd raise that I, I, I don't know if Rangers will point one anytime soon but an interesting aside because wow. Beal has spoken a lot about how he uses his bench so far and um, yeah it's something that I don't always think of kind of going into again. Yeah, uh, you think you've heard it all in football, mm-hmm. and uh, Joshua brings out substitution coaches. Uh, so that's certainly an intriguing one. Uh, lots of comments coming when we're back on. Caroline says, What time, Derek? Uh, we'll be back on around half past two this afternoon. Uh, UK time. I know there's a lot of uh, expats out there as well, um, uh, uh, further afield. Uh, but um, yeah, you, half past two UK time uh, will be on, which is at 9 30 where Ali is. Uh, over in uh, America. So we hope you can join us then for another uh, big look ahead uh, to the game uh, on Sunday. Big thanks to Joshua uh, as ever. Lots of content coming your way on the website. Mm -hmm. Uh, Folks, uh, as I mentioned, there's that piece uh, from myself on there regarding that that photo on there. There's the Borna Barisic uh, 
big talking points from that that press conference yesterday. We'll have the, the, the pieces Joshua mentioned on Fashion Sakala coming your way. I'm hoping to speak to uh, Sasa Papach as well at some point today. Um, so we'll have his views uh, on the last time Rangers won the, the League Cup, which is was way back in 2011. Can't believe it is 12 years already. Unbelievable. Um, but he was part of that that winning side. So hopefully get his take uh, not on not only that that occasion that that famous win when Yelovich scored that extra time goal, but also what he makes of Rangers chances on Sunday. Right, folks, we'll be back a little later on. But until then, um, well, we'll speak to you later. Bye for now.